to Tea Time with Rhea, the podcast where we spill the hottest tea. My name is Rhea Samara and I'm your host today. So today I want to talk about my own personal experience of living in Los Angeles. It has been a year since I moved away from my hometown to live in Los Angeles, the city of dreams, the city of angels, a city that most people can only dream of living in. It wasn't easy leaving Jakarta. There are days where I get homesick and I just really miss my dogs, but throughout the year and all my experience here, I've made LA my second home. Living in LA for a year have gave me a better understanding about what the city is all about. And I'm here today to spill all the tea about moving to Los Angeles. In summer 2017, I packed up my whole life into suitcases and flew halfway across the world to Los Angeles. On that day, I left my home, my family, friends, my two fur babies, and all the comfort of living with my parents in Indonesia. It doesn't feel real to me when I first got my acceptance letter to the university. It didn't really sink in until it was like my last week in Jakarta. I went to this music festival with a bunch of my oldest friends and they all ended up sleeping over at my place. The next day, we were all just in my room, hanging out, talking about how crazy it is that we graduated high school, and now we're all moving to different parts of the world. These are my closest friends. We've all been friends since kindergarten, went through all the weird phases in seventh grade, went through high school together. We go out, we party, we travel, we laugh, we cry. We did everything together. They were my whole life. In that moment, I realized that this was really happening. I'm leaving. I am moving to Los Angeles. It was kind of hard leaving my life in Jakarta. I had a good life in Jakarta, but I was just craving for something more. I've always loved to travel, and one of my favorite cities that I've been to was Los Angeles. Maybe it's because LA just reminds me so much of Jakarta, but I just really see myself living there. So, of course, I took the opportunity to live there. I was excited. I was ready to move and start my new beginning. But then, the first week of school came around, and I was miserable. I've always been an independent person, but let me tell you something. Moving to a whole new country on my own was very, very hard in the beginning. I went from knowing everyone, having tons of friends, to knowing no one. I went from knowing my area and all the hottest spots to knowing nothing at all. I went from having everything given to me to no one caring about me and my needs. I realized that that this is what starting over is all about, to start from zero. I remember it was move-in day at the dorms and my family helped me move in, but as soon as we put all my stuff in place, we realized that I need way more stuff. It's stuff that I wasn't even thinking about needing, like table lamps, a mirror, trash cans, toilet papers, hangers, a rug. It was the most random set of stuff, and I was just so used to already having it in my room that I didn't realize that I actually need it. So we went shopping, went to Target, Bad Bath & Beyond, Home Goods, and all of that. 
and of course I ended up buying like 50 throw pillows but that was expected and one of the first things that made me super happy to move here was that they have those soft throw blankets you know what I'm talking about those super soft ones oh my god I love them we don't really have that in Indo because we don't really need blankets that we can carry around everywhere since it's always hot in Indo and when I say hot I meant like it's super hot so yeah those blankets got me super excited and that night I slept at my dorms my family left they went back to the Airbnb the next day it was like an icebreaker day it was like orientation but at the at the dorms just so we could socialize with other students living there my only friend at this point was my roommate she's from california she was a chill girl i got lucky i didn't get one of those psychotic stealing crazy dirty gross girls so yeah we went outside where everyone is and then talked to a bunch of people but then since my roommate is in the softball team she gotta go socialize with the other softball girls and i was like well yeah go i'll be fine but then I was alone, and in my head I was like, oh no. That was so weird. Being alone when there's a bunch of people around me just talking to each other. Some people already have like their own little groups. Some people already know each other because they visited the school during summer, and I was just there, alone. That was a very weird feeling. I've never been in a situation like that. I'm just so used to being surrounded by people, always having someone to talk to. But in that moment, I was alone. It doesn't really help either that I guess I have a resting bee face and I'm Asian. You'll be surprised by the amount of people that thought I don't speak English. Like, I can't. But anyways, another thing about me is that most of the time, I am the type of person who wouldn't talk to you first until you talk to me, unless we're friends. Because I think it's just weird, but maybe it's just me, I don't know. But yeah, I was just freaking out. I don't know what to do. I don't want to just walk up to some group because, no, I can't do that. And there, there was like these groups of Asians that was like smiling at me, but they were all speaking Chinese and I was so lost because guess what? I don't speak Chinese. But then, thank God, my roommate came back, so we got food from the food truck and ate on our porch. After that, our neighbors who lives next to us saw us eating at the porch and came over. They ate with us. They were in the soccer team. They're all from Colorado. So we started calling them Colorado. The next thing you know, our house and their house became good friends. And that was when things started to look up for me. The night before school started, there was a party for one of the sophomore soccer guy. It was off campus and I got invited by my housemate who was a sophomore too. At first I feel kind of sketch about going because I don't really know anyone, especially the sophomores, since I've only really met the freshmen and I am not about to be all alone at a party. That will be my worst nightmare. Because back home, me and my friend group, we're like the life of a party. Not to sound cocky or anything, but like that's just what I'm used to. But then they all forced me to go, so I did. And I'm glad I did. I get to meet so many people at the party. I guess since everyone is a little booze up and people tend to get more talkative, so a bunch of people start introducing themselves to me and I was like, oh, okay, I guess. So yeah, I get to meet people and make new friends. And then comes the first day of school. 
this was the day that it really, really, really sink in that I wasn't in Indo anymore. First, I have to take the shuttle to school. I've never took a shuttle anywhere in Indo. I have my own car, I have a driver, I don't do shuttle. So yeah, I was struggling to even find a sh like the schedule in the morning because I forgot it I needed the night before so I didn't look for it. So I found it, went to school, and of course, I was late to my first class. That teacher probably hated me. And then it was lunchtime. That was when I realized that this school was really small. Everyone at that party before was basically the whole school. So yeah, thank god I decided to go that night because at least I know some people now. So I just go out throughout my day and then I finally went home. This next thing was what really triggered me. I went home and my bed wasn't made. Back home, when I went home from school, my room would be clean, my bed would be made, but nope, not here. The thing is, I have a maid back home. I realized that. The car, the driver, maids made me sound like a rich, spoiled brat, but before you make any further assumptions, you need to know that this was a very normal thing to have in a household in Indo. It's not a luxury thing, it's nothing like that, it's just normal. But anyways, this exact moment was when I realized that I have to be an adult now, not like an independent that I can do my own things besides cook, wash my own clothes, or even do my bed. I have to be an adult that actually do these things. That's what you get for moving a million miles away from home, I guess. Weeks went by and I have adapted to my new life. I have friends, but the thing is, I don't think I have found that group yet where I really click with. And I haven't felt like LA is a home to me. The thing with me is home is where my people are and I haven't found those people here. I was telling myself that I am happy but thinking about it now, I know that back then, I wasn't. I know I wasn't happy in LA when I was already counting down the days to go back home to Indo. I was convincing myself that I was but I know I'm not. LA felt like a stranger to me, I still don't know a thing about LA. That was until I started becoming friends with one of my housemates. She was a sophomore, I don't know why we didn't really talk before but we finally did and we found out that we actually click. We don't really click with the other housemates but we actually connected. She was from LA, she loves going out, we have the same type of twisted humor. We're kind of like the same person that everyone in the school knows us as Sushin Choco. This was when I finally got to know more of LA. Me and her would actually go out to LA during the weekends, go to the spots that I've always wanted to go to, get brunch in Santa Monica, went shopping, go to frat parties, meet a bunch of people. It was fun and it was nice to finally get to see this city. But this was also when I get to see the real Los Angeles, but we'll talk about that later on. By my second semester, we became good friends with this group of girls and ended up living together the next year. So yeah, I became friends with these amazing girls that were all from California. 
they're basically my sisters at this point we did everything together we get brunch we went hiking we go to the beach we go to the movies we do everything together but one thing we all love the most is going out one night we were all so bored we were just eating dinner binge watching Bates Motel when somehow at one point we all just looked at each other and started dying laughing because we all know that we're all thinking the same thing we're all so bored out of our minds and this thing we're doing is so dumb we've been doing this exact same routine for a whole week we go to school go home get dinner binge watch Bates Motel and go to sleep but this week was just so bad because we have nothing planned out for the weekend so we have nothing to look forward to there was no party there was no plans to go to the beach or whatever so we were all just thinking about that that was when one of our friends just blurted out that we should just go out tonight it's a thursday night and all of us have no classes on friday we got nothing better to do so let's just go and of course it doesn't really take that much convincing us we went out ever since that day we got a little bit crazy with the going out we would go out on tuesday thursday friday saturday and even sunday it's basically every day but going out to clubs and stuff made me see the real la i got to meet all those people that you would see in the movies this part of the podcast is where we finally spill all the tea going out just introduced me to this whole other scene of LA it's the scene that you'll see in movies it's like those people with the cars and the money and the houses so let me spill the tea first thing you need to know is that anyone in LA is always a someone they're always a somebody and you need to know the right people to have that authentic LA experience relating to that previous statement a lot of people in LA are so full of themselves because as I said before, they all think they are someone, they all think they are somebody. After going to many after parties in the hills, I met a bunch of snobby people who talk your head off about how much their parents make or how much money they have. Basically, it's all about money, 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 and money. I came from Jakarta, so I got this lifestyle. I'm used to it. I don't think I'm that type of person, but I've definitely have met a bunch of people in Jakarta who have the same mindset. They think that money is everything. I'm not saying that everyone in LA is like this, but a lot of them are. Next is that social media is everything, and there's definitely an unrealistic beauty standard here. I've been around LA, I've met a lot of celebrities and and social media influencers, and let me tell you a secret, most of them don't look like their pictures. You might see these people on Instagram and wonder how they all look so perfect, well, they're not. After actually meeting all these people in real life, it made me realize how social media is a big fat lie. It kind of made me feel better about myself knowing that they're not so perfect after all. But yeah, if you have a following on your social media, you could get anywhere in LA. It's harsh, but that's the reality. And now, before the people of LA start chasing me down with a pitchfork, let's get to the part why LA is an amazing place to live in. First, it is very diverse. The people, the food, the areas. This diversity creates a very tolerating society. 
LA is basically like a mix of everything, it's crazy. You'd see people from different ethnicity, backgrounds, religions, living side by side, hanging out as one big community. And of course, as a foodie myself, it is very, 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 very great that a thing that came out of this is that the diversity of food. You want Chinese, Mexican, American, Indian, Thai, Japanese, Italian, French, Greek. I can go on and on, even Indonesian food. You can for sure find one around in LA. Next thing, LA is a perfect city for someone who likes the beach but likes to go out to the city or go on hikes or maybe go to the mountains and hit the slopes during the weekend because you can find it all in LA. Some of my favorite places to go to when I'm sick of the city is Malibu and the OC. It's like the perfect beach town where everyone is more chill and it gives you that small town feeling. Other than that, you can find the cutest brunch spots in these areas. Another reason why I love LA is the fact that everyone here cares so much about their well-being and the environment. Some may say that LA people are so pretentious with their kombucha and celery juice, they're so extra by banning straws and using steel straws, but I thought that this was actually a really good thing. The people of LA preach self-care. They care about their mind and their body and what they're putting into it. They care about the environment and are actually doing something to save it. It's not pretentious, it's taking actions. If they want a certain body type, they work hard for it, they eat healthy. If they want a better environment, they do something about it. This is something that has really grown on me and I'm glad that this culture is something that I have adapted to because I've never felt happier and healthier. Lastly, I love LA because LA is filled with dreamers and creators. The people of LA are the people who have big dreams, who wanted to do big things and you can achieve that in LA. You can make connections, find people who have the same passion, do the things that you love as a living. Everyone here works hard to get where they are. It might not seem like the usual 9 to 5 jobs, but hey, as long as it pays a bill and kombucha and the many many trips to the tropical islands, I think they're doing just fine. I have lived in LA for almost two years now and I can happily say that this city is my home away from home. I am grateful for the people that I have met here, the connections that I got to make, the culture that I have grown to love. These are my people, this is, this is where I belong. of ups and downs that comes into moving halfway across the world, especially to Los Angeles. Not everyone is made for the city and that is very understandable. My word of advice is, if you want to move to Los Angeles, just be confident, go out, meet people, experience it as a whole and you will find your people and trust me, you will find them because as I said before, you can find anything in this crazy amazing city.
so yeah thank you all for listening and i can't wait to hang out with all of you in the next tea time i'll see you then